Welcome to A Slob Comes Clean, the podcast. I'm Dana K. White. I blog over at aslobcomesclean.com. That is where I share my personal deslobification process. As I figure out ways to keep my own home under control, I share the truth about cleaning and organizing strategies that actually work in real life for real people, people who don't love cleaning and organizing. Thanks for joining me today. This is podcast number 267, and I'm calling it Getting Unstuck. So, I will just be completely honest with you and tell you that um, this is a strategy session that we recorded in September, like over a month ago. And so I'm looking at my notes and trying to remember what we actually talked about. Um, And I think that getting unstuck applies to that. Okay. So let's hope that it does. Um, But what we're talking about is like, how do you avoid getting stuck on the daily tasks and then break out of that and be able to also get decluttering done. I know that that's a real issue for a lot of people that I hear a lot. We also talk about moving past visible spaces, you know, uh, so that you're not just constantly working on those, but you can also make um, progress into the rest of the house. And we also talk about digital clutter a little bit, which doesn't have to do with getting unstuck, but whatever. Anyway, or maybe it does, who knows. But um, I think you're really going to enjoy this session. I will just remind you now, and then I'll remind you again at the end, that um, if you would like to be a kindred spirit, um, a patron of the show at the $5 a month level or more, you get um, to be a member of the super secret Facebook group that we talk about in this. And those are the people who get to apply to do these strategy sessions. So, and I feel like I'm saying strategy and it's strategy sessions. Anyway, but I um, just want to remind you that if you would like to be a patron of the show, just go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash a slob comes clean. I'll also have the notes in the show notes for this podcast. All right. Enjoy our conversation. I'm so glad that you are joining me today. We're not going to use your name. Correct. And that is, I would say, completely understandable to the vast majority of those people who are listening, <laughs> uh, you know. I mean, obviously, I started as Noni, short for anonymous, so I completely and totally, completely understand. So anyway, but um, we have you here today, and I want you to start out by just telling us a little bit about your unique life situation. So I'm married. Uh, we have three girls, ranging from ages two up to 13. We homeschool, and we did homeschooling long before all everybody else had to homeschool, and... <laughs> So you're like legit homeschooling. Yeah, I don't, I don't know any other way besides yeah. homeschooling. As I, I did public school myself, but that's been a long time ago. Um, <laughs> let's see, we have too many cats in this house and a German Shepherd, which oh. I know you have one too. So you know that the hair is a legit thing that just, no matter how much you brush them, they just shed buckets of hair everywhere. Let's just talk about German Shepherds the whole podcast. We could, <laughs> and their quirks. <laughs> Legitimately could. <laughs> I follow a lot of German Shepherd things on Instagram because they just crack me up. And my husband and I are always like, oh, that's like a thing. That's not just, yeah. that's a thing. Like that's a thing they do. So, okay. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. So, um, yeah, my mom moved in with us about a year ago. Oh, wow. Um, so we've done some renovations for probably the past two or three, uh, sorry, about three years ago, and we've done incremental as we needed to, um, to get ready for the baby, and then to get ready for my mom, um, things like that, and so we still have a lot of 
projects left undone after contractors kind of took off with money and didn't keep showing oh, up. No. And so now we have a whole, a whole space in our house is still just cluttered with, oh, wow. you know, flooring and all this stuff, just tools sitting around. And it's, you know, it drives me up the wall, but until we can get the stuff completed, there's not really much I can do about it. So <laughs> I kind of work really around that yeah. for our house. Um, yeah, I guess that's okay. Well, I have a new question that I'm asking and we'll see how okay. it goes. Um, but how, what was your introduction to A Slob Comes Clean? Was it books, blog, podcast, YouTube? What was it? I was trying to think of this the other day. Um, I actually found you from a Facebook group. Somebody else was okay. asking about, you know, is after Christmas and that, you know, that time when we were all so tired of stuff that we just want to get everything up. And so somebody else asked, hey, does anyone have any good blogs or anything? And yours came up. And I went, oh, I've never heard of this one. That's a really clever name. I want to check it out. (laughs) I relate to this name. (laughs) You started out on the blog. I think so. But I think, I know I quickly transitioned to your book, um, The How to Manage Your Home Without Losing Your Mind. Because that one to me resonated as far as the title because I went, I can't do everything. I've got yeah. a baby with special needs and I've got I'm homeschooling and everything's happening and I need to get stuff out of my house, but I also just need clean and other. And yeah. like that book completely helped me. I sat there going, oh, she gets me. She gets me. I know <laughs> I'm not alone in this. Like she understands me. So that was just mind blowing to me that, it, you know, because I have tried other books in the past of people who, naturally seem to know how to do this stuff and I'd get two chapters in and throw it to the side going eh you don't resonate with me I don't understand or for me it was always I'm lost like okay I'm already lost like I'm already Mm -hmm. feeling behind yeah yeah all right so what strategy has made the biggest impact on your home for me that was laundry day and I think I always fought the idea of laundry day. I don't know why, but no, I think I, it felt, I I felt it overwhelmed. Too. Yeah, it felt overwhelming. And I thought there's no way I can get all this laundry done in one day. And I listened to you talk about how it's going to take like three weeks until it finally normalizes. And when it did, I went, oh, we don't have nearly as much laundry as I thought we did. It's just because you know, I had no piling up. No. Yeah. It's much like the dishes math because I went, oh, no, I can actually get this all done in one day. And it's really not that big of a deal. Whereas before it was like, ah, there's this leftover pile and I'm too tired to deal with it now and I'll save it for next week. And next week became like three months later because <laughs> yes. it was things that we didn't really use every day and I didn't really need them. So I just kind of sat there in a pile in our yeah. laundry room. So yeah. Yeah, that was a big game changer. And now my kids know, I'm like, it is laundry day. If you don't bring it down now, you will not get clean clothes this week. And they rush and grab their clothes and they run them down. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it really, I mean, it's one of those things that I feel like is pretty easy to turn into a family project, you know, Mm -hmm. like as far as this is how we operate, y'all sort the clothes, you know, like Mm -hmm. get it all out here and get everything picked up. So that's good. What about, what's another strategy that has helped you? Oh, the taking things there, like when they need to go, like when you're decluttering, when you're actually Mm -hmm. in that mode where you're not making a bigger mess, that was mind blowing. I was seriously like, 
why have I never thought of this before? Because I would put off doing the decluttering because I knew I was going to be exhausted from it and then have piles everywhere and generally all over my bed that I then yes. wanted to access and drop in and I couldn't get to. So I was like, whoa, what? And so we had one room because of the construction that became the dumping room. Everything got moved in there and it was impassable. And that's the first thing I hit when I found you. And I did those methods and within two days, it was like different. You could really? actually get in there. We could find things. I was like, I mean, it wasn't perfect by any means, but we could, I, I could breathe again, I think, when I went in there. And that was so helpful to me. So the taking it there and making progress and only progress yes. allowed you to chip away at that space that you can need. That's yes. great. Mm -hmm. I love hearing that. I mean, I've been through it too, but it's like, <laughs> it works, y'all. It really does It work. does. Yes. <laughs> love it. I would say Thanksgiving is probably my favorite holiday, and that might just be due to the food. It feels like the focus is on being together and working together with my mom, my brother, and his wife to make a great meal. We each have our jobs, and we switch off who hosts each year. I think knowing exactly what dishes to look forward to is what makes it so fun, especially since some of those dishes we only make that one time each year. This Thanksgiving... Today's sponsor, ButcherBox, is giving you something extra to be grateful for. Meat from ButcherBox is delicious and it's convenient. If you live in an area where you don't have access to options like 100% grass-fed and finished beef, free-range organic chicken, heritage pork, wild-caught Alaskan salmon, and sugar or nitrate-free bacon, I love that ButcherBox ships high-quality meat right to your front door. I love having ButcherBox just show up on my doorstep. That means one less trip to the grocery store. And when it gets here, I'm able to just put it straight into the freezer because everything is packaged in a way where I don't have to do anything first before I just put it in the freezer. Ready to go. It's a no-brainer. It's the way meat should be. Right now, ButcherBox is offering new members a turkey for free in their first box. That's an entire turkey for free in your first box. Just go to butcherbox.com slash slob. That's butcherbox.com slash slob. What's something you'd like to talk about today? Um, so I feel like at this point, I'm stuck on the daily tasks. Um, so I don't know if it's just because I started following you in December of 2018, so I feel like at this point, I should just magically have it all down and just do Shouldn't it. we but all? Yeah. I, I know. Should. I've written the books. So I should totally have it down. <laughs> so, but I'm like, I feel like it's not, my house obviously isn't as bad as it used to be, and I don't know if because of, so I feel like sometimes it keeps me from making it a priority. And I get stuck in the daily tasks. Now, part of it is I do have an almost three-year-old who is running around everywhere. And if she's left to her own devices, will you know, probably fling herself from the couch and <laughs> who knows what, find something to tear up. And yeah, so it, it is a bit of a time juggle. Whereas when I found you, she was still napping two times a day and it was yeah. this blissful time that I could actually get things done. And so now it's this fun of trying to navigate the toddler time where she's running and doesn't listen and stop and she's everywhere and me getting things done. So 
I want to move past getting the dishes done and getting the laundry done, but I feel like I'm kind of stuck at this point. Well, I think, I think you answered some of it yourself in that it is a phase of life issue. I mean, you are in survival mode right now. Sometimes some people are get down on survival mode and I'm like, um, the alternative is not surviving. So (laughs) I would say survival mode is a good thing. You know, you know, because you have older kids, this is fleeting, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, now you said this is your daughter who has special needs, correct? Yes. Okay. So yeah, I feel like this time will probably take longer Right. To move out of than the other two did. So you, so you want to, you want to find, I mean, you know, maybe it doesn't feel as much like I see the end in sight or whatever, which there's Mm -hmm. no end. I'll tell you as a kid, having a kid in college, I can tell you I've, and I even asked my friends whose kids are like grown adults and married. I'm like, does it ever get easier? Like (laughs) it does in a lot of ways. Like our house is staying a little cleaner. Not that it was all his fault, but it is staying cleaner just because we have one fewer person, one less, mm-hmm. one fewer. You can count, so it should be fewer, but saying one fewer, does that sound correct? Well, that's a tangent doesn't, that I did I not, know. Yeah, it I doesn't don't. sound. <laughs> now I'm thinking. <laughs> Being down one person um, has made our house a little bit cleaner, but as far as like the, being a mom, no, it doesn't get any easier. So anyway, um, you know, so you are in survival mode and I get that. And, and so giving yourself some grace on that and going, I'm doing the dishes and I'm doing the laundry. And that is getting us through this time period, you know, and maybe, you know, but the other thing to remember is that any decluttering you do, as long as the stuff actually leaves the house, it's never going to have to be thought about again. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? So like that can be an additional motivation for the decluttering is to go, okay, that's one less thing to maintain in my house because you have the additional stress of having a toddler and, and homeschooling, you know, everybody being home all the time. You'd mentioned at some point that like y'all are there all the time yep. and it's not just COVID like all of us. It's like, right. my husband works from home. He, right. he worked from home before too. So yeah, so he would occasionally travel and then I would be alone with all of them. <laughs> so, so yeah, I, I guess what I'm saying is you're doing well on survival mode making survival mode even easier is decluttering, but how do you find the time to declutter is your question when you're in survival mode. And I think it's that reminding yourself again and again and again, that it is worth it to take five minutes here and there. Maybe you do the five minute pickup as a family and you let them all do the picking up and putting away and you take that five minutes to actually declutter, Mm -hmm. you know, because you can declutter without in any amount of time, if you're doing it in the don't make a bigger mess way, you know, you can throw the trash away and then do the easy stuff. And if you do five minutes while they're doing a five minute pickup every day for a week on some visible space, you're going to see a big impact on that space. Mm -hmm. So, you know, give yourself some permission to, um, you take that five minute pickup time to do something that makes you feel like you're moving. Cause I think what, what I'm hearing you say is you want to feel like you're moving forward and sometimes you feel like you're just treading water. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so maybe you take that time to do that. Another thing, have you decluttered in your kitchen very much? I have. And then my mom moved in mm-hmm. um, and I don't have a big kitchen anyway. So things kind of got shoved in there that she wanted to have access to. 
Um, yeah, so our next, our next little project that we're thinking that we're ready to move on to now is to actually build on another, a bigger kitchen and oh, wow. yeah, make that, make that a priority. Um, my husband is a very big problem solver. So if anytime I sit there and complain about something, <laughs> he makes it happen. <laughs> so this is what I'm not going to be getting. So hopefully this will take care of all the other stuff that needed to get taken care of last year too. So, yeah. and then I don't know what else we could possibly work on with this house. So we should be done. I hope. Yay. That's exciting, <laughs> right? Yes. I hope yeah. so. Um, do you feel like dishes are easy yet or do you just feel like you're keeping them under control? Dishes to me, I actually seem to get a, without putting a name to it, I seem to get to that point before I even found your stuff. Okay, good. Because I did get to that point where I was like, they're so overwhelming. And I went, oh my goodness, if I just keep up with them, they don't get overwhelming anymore. So I did kind of, I think, learn that dishes math without having that label attached to it. So when you, when I read yeah. that in your book, I just laughed because I was like, yes, yes, that that's it. Thing. Yeah, I know. So, well, so focus on decluttering on the things that you already have under control, like your dishes and your laundry. So like decluttering clothing to the point where laundry, even though it's under control, is even less overwhelming because that's going to be some success because it's, it's easier to declutter clothes when laundry's mm -hmm. under control. So use that and see if you can go a little more minimal in that area. And then those wins will encourage you to keep decluttering. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. yeah. um, and same thing with dishes, you know, coming, you know, what, what can go, what do we not use so that it's easier to maintain that. And then mm -hmm. the other thing on that is, embrace the five minutes, embrace five minutes and make sure you're doing it in a visible area. Because my guess is that you do more than you acknowledge that you do. Correct. Would you say? Um, some days. Yeah. <laughs> Don't if we all? I, <laughs> time. I know, I know. Sometimes it's like, if I'm running here and there, you know, obviously I'm not yeah. getting much done, but I mean, past couple of days, it's actually been kind of quiet oh, in my good. schedule, which has been nice. But then I end up with kid down for a nap and then I'm thinking oh I can take care of things in the house and then another one needs help with schoolwork and so I know yeah and then it's dinner time the other one's waking up and it's my time is that magical time of cleaning is gone so I know um yeah but I've, I've been trying to do things like oh I have five minutes let me scrub this bathroom down real quick and yes. which I never did before you know and one That's of the reasons big. I don't want my name out there because <laughs> We all understand. But yeah, uh, yeah. And, and I especially try to keep the one that if anybody had to stop by, you know, for emergency bathroom use, which we actually had a few weeks ago. Yeah. Um, friends stopped by to pick up something and she knocked on the door and I was like, oh no, why is she knocking on the door? Yeah. <laughs> so thankfully it was trash day and the entryway was not quite as bad as it could have been. It was yeah. still pretty bad. But anyway, the bathroom wasn't bad. So. Well, good. so focusing when you, I think, I think the key is when you do have a tiny pocket of time, focus on those visible areas, mm -hmm. like make sure that you're doing that entryway so that the next time, if the trash hasn't come that day, it's obvious that it's just the trash that's mm -hmm. coming, you know, soon. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that, it's that for us, it's always the, where the Amazon boxes, for some reason, they oh pile goodness. and they get thrown right there, right by the front door where it opens. And not that we have a lot of visitors anyway, but still, no, it's I like, understand. Uh, 
just want these yeah. out of here. Well, and, and that's the thing too, is, you know, taking that time to go, okay, this is, I only have a little bit of time getting rid of the Amazon boxes does not feel like a valuable use of my time. If I'm going to really declutter, you know, mm -hmm. but that's procrastinate clutter and procrastinate clutter. If it's not gone, then any decluttering that you actually do doesn't have the same impact on your brain and your home because the procrastinate clutter is still there. So yeah, you know, I walk by and grumble at it every time. So yeah. Right. So, so you know, if I, in, a, in a little pocket of time, deal with that, those procrastinate clutter piles starting with the visibility rule because that really will increase your energy and increase your awareness of, oh, wait, I noticed this. I bet you I could tackle that or at least do a mm -hmm. little bit better in that amount of time. So. I think I feel like we, every time we do the visibility rule, it's always that one same space over and over and over again. And I feel like a rat in a wheel and I want to yeah. move past that space. I'm like, can we go do five minute pickup someplace else besides this area? And I think that's kind of where my brain just kind of goes. Argh. So are I you, just, are you focusing your family's five minute pickup in one area or in the whole house? I have so my husband kind of makes them do a five minute pickup mainly for the toddler toys because okay. she kind of gets corralled into the living room mm -hmm. and she loves to take her toys and throw them over the gate. That's like her favorite thing ever. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, that's a whole other problem solving thing right there. Um, <laughs> so their job while I'm getting her to bed, he makes them go through and pick up the toys and at least kind of throw them back over in the corner where they should be, even if they aren't mm -hmm. perfectly put back away because we all get tired of picking them. <laughs> um, so yeah, he kind of helps them take care of that. I haven't really kept up with making the family do the five minute rule pickup. I think anytime I did, I don't know if I didn't convey it well, but they all just kind of looked at me like I threw, grew a third eye and went, what in the world are you talking about? What are we doing? <laughs> what are we that, supposed to be doing? You know, that's exactly like, what it's like in the beginning. And it's, it's that, you know, if you've gotten your dishes and your laundry down, you know, you could maybe say this, that's what I did in the beginning. I would take a non-negotiable task and I would say, I'm going to try to do this every day for a week. Like this is my focus. If nothing else happens, if I don't get any decluttering done, I'm going to focus on this one task because Kids are amazing at acting like they have no idea where anything goes. <laughs> I mean, really, it's, they are gifted. Mine are, yeah. So mm -hmm. in the beginning, the five minute pickup is more frustrating than anything. Like it's, it feels like it's not worth it. But there's something about, you know, that third day of five minute pickups where it's like, oh, mom didn't fall for our routine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, even though we were very clear that we, you know, thought she was crazy, she's still giving this a shot or whatever, you know. Um, but being like, okay, we're doing this again. Okay, we're doing this again. Or if you forget, whenever you think of it, you know, mm -hmm. that's my big thing. But doing those five minute pickups it, until the point where they go, oh, she, we're actually doing this. This is actually a thing. <laughs> we didn't somehow get out of it. Um, and then, you know, helping them learn how to do that. I think those really are magical and they're magical in that you, if they're doing a general five minute pickup, the whole house is going to look better. You know, even I, we usually do living areas and mm -hmm. dining area. Like that's, that's where we focus. I don't really have them do it in their bedrooms, 
so that the house as a whole looks, you know, so much better. So I have Mm -hmm. them do that. And then you can take your five minutes and focus it where you want to focus it during that time on, um, you know, on that. And then I I think if, if, if those can be consistent, you're either going to chip away at the built up clutter or those spaces that you declutter that you feel like you're never getting past that. If you, if you declutter it and then you do a five minute pickup tomorrow, the three things that have ended up in that space are going to go away with the five minute pickup. Mm-hmm. And then that means when you do have time to officially declutter again, you're not back in that space because it's already done or yeah. you spend five minutes in there and move to the next space or whatever. But, um, that five minute pickup will help maintain the decluttering process progress, which will then allow you the next time to move to the next most visible space. Cool. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. I think I just need to buckle down and make that a priority. I just, that's kind of the, one of the things I've just kind of went, eh, I'll get to that later at some point. And, and now I'm feeling like we're not progressing. And I think that's why. So, well, and I, for that reminder. Well, I do. I think it's that, um, the five minute pickup is the key to maintaining progress mm-hmm. and maintaining progress is the thing that allows you to move on from that, you know, instead of always going back. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. What's another question you want to talk about? I'm guessing like with what you just said, as far as getting everyone involved and making this a daily thing. And then once we kind of have that maintained, I can move on to some of these non-visible spaces like my bedroom that just kind of has, I'm good at piles. Any flat surface in our house will have stuff on it no matter where, where it is. And so everything, I'm in my bedroom right now. So, yeah, <laughs> like I understand. Uh, so we have just piles and I'm going, I got this taken care of like a month ago and they're like, great. And now it's all just back to piles again. So I guess if I can get them, you know, on board and we can all kind of tackle the visible spaces are you saying like while they're in there doing that, I could be working in the bedroom while, while they're they doing that down? Yeah. While they're doing a five minute pickup, I wouldn't call it a, you tackle and declutter this space. I would say y'all do a five minute pickup. And during that five minutes, you go focus on those areas. The other thing to remember too, though, is if you, if you legitimately decluttered your bedroom, when you go back to declutter it again, it's not going to take as long this time, mm-hmm. you know, because before it was a buildup over, X amount of time. And this time it's only been, you know, two months instead of two Mm -hmm. years or whatever. Also, I am really big on the visibility rule. Okay. And so I don't want to say, oh, you don't have to use it. But like, if you want to focus on your bedroom, when you happen to have a chunk of time, focus on your bedroom. You know, I mean, like, Mm -hmm. just as long as you're not stuff shifting is the main thing. You know, as long Mm -hmm. as stuff is actually leaving the house and gone forever and you never have to move it or touch it or look at it again. You know, like you'd said, I think your daughter's going to be going to somewhere where she will be gone for a period of the day. Is that right? My youngest, um, once she, yeah, once she ages out of her therapies that she gets like at home now, she'll move on to the public school. Yeah. But that's not going to be told. I mean, I guess not until early next year, which is what, three months away. So, um, (laughs) three or four months away. Um, coming fast, but yeah, once that hits and she's, I think I'll definitely be able to make some progress with her someplace else. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I definitely am already kind of looking forward to that aspect of it where I can get back into the mode where 
we can get our house feeling comfortable. That's what I would like. I want to be able to have, if we want to host people over, if we want to have, you know, hey, let's start a small group. You know, I feel like there are mm -hmm. things that not progressing through this house hinders us. And I wanted to be that family, like, where we could have our kids' friends over without thinking about it. But I have to think about, well, I don't want people coming in and, like, injuring themselves on tools and things that are sitting in this room, you know, <laughs> like, I yeah. don't want that. Um, so we don't have people over generally. Um, yeah. If we do, it's a very big warning of please don't go in there and hurt yourself. Um, well, and, and for having people over, the visible spaces are key. Mm -hmm. But the other thing too, is as you're looking forward to, and I know you're not looking for, I'm not saying it like, oh, I can't wait. I'm just saying like, as you think, this might be a time where I have a few more chunks, mm -hmm. periods of time to actually, you know, get stuff done. Everything you do in your visible spaces now means you'll more quickly be able to tackle your master bedroom or whatever it is mm -hmm. that you're looking for in those maybe a little bit more free times. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. I, that, right. that helps my brain. Like as I think about, okay, I've got this time coming up and I'd really like to tackle the garage. Okay. Well, you know, if that's coming when the cooler weather hits, which is actually cooler in Texas right now, which is crazy. Ooh. I know. <laughs> it's <laughs> September. Um, but the, like, by the time it's, you know, middle of October and I'm going to work in the garage, I want to not have guilt about the spaces in my house. And so it kind of is a, I use that as a mm -hmm. little trick on my brain as a motivation to be like, okay, well, I'm going to get this done now so that then when I'm able to do this other thing, I'm going to really be able to do that without thinking, oh my goodness, but the house looks bad. And mm -hmm. Anyway, I don't know. No, I totally get that too. Third thing we were talking about, digital clutter. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I got nothing. Did no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right, I'll just do my click and mass delete again. <laughs> No. <laughs> have you read my, um, do you have Gmail? I do. Okay. Did you, have you read my post about how to delete a bunch of emails in Gmail? I might have. No, I can't okay. remember. So Maybe I'll give I did, you, cause I've been working on this for a while now, but yeah, I think I just, I'll give you the kind of basics as a reminder in case you read it before and stuff. But so, um, with the email, it's one of those things where I love and this is where I sometimes had the project brain and it affected my house badly, but I love it when I can do something that makes doing it again in the future so much easier. So um, there's a way in Gmail where, and I'm going to just look real quick so that I'm actually saying this correctly. Okay. Um, and then I will also link to the show notes. Okay. So if you're in Gmail, you can go to any random email. Okay and click on it and then up at the top on the top right next to like the reply arrow there's mm -hmm. three little dots and you click on those and you're going to go to filter messages like this do you do this i think i have done okay. that yep. so and then you're going to create a filter coming from that email address and the key is to do apply the filter to the matching conversations. I know I'm going through this and this is a little bit like, wait, what lady? Anyway, apply it to the matching conversations, give a label to that. So like I get BookBub emails every day, giving me like, um, you know, deals on Kindle books and stuff. Anyway, so I have those books every day, uh, that email come in every day. And so I have it labeled as BookBub. And what that does for me 
is it lets me um, click on the label and it pulls up and it just brings up every single email from BookBub. And that means that when I get behind, because what you were saying in your question, which I don't know that you just actually verbally said, but what you said in the, the written thing was that you'll do great. And then all of a sudden it's out of control again. Mm -hmm. Right. Yes. Okay. Well, by you sounds like all aspects of my life are like that. <laughs> I think it's all of us. Yes. I know. Um, but by doing the labels, that means that whenever I start to go, oh my goodness, email's out of control, I can just click on the BookBub label and delete all the BookBub things. Okay. So it's, mm -hmm. it's a way when I'm initially going through things before I've ever done that before, I will filter the messages, create a label for all the messages from this certain email address. I will apply the filter to all the existing ones and I can delete them all at one time. Now, technically I could just, you know, put BookBub in the search thing and it pulls them all up and I delete them all. But by applying the label in the future, it makes it so easy to quickly go back and delete bajillions of email all at once. <laughs> um, because, I mean, if you're looking for somebody to tell you how to never have your email get out of control, I am not that person. <laughs> <laughs> that would be my husband. <laughs> Um, and he's probably going to hear me do this and go, I have told you for years. I know. Filter your email. I know, I know. <laughs> but but I, I think the, the reason it works well for me is that it's a way to catch myself. It's a way to catch up quickly when it gets out of control, which then lets me acknowledge that I'm not going to be perfect, you know, and that's mm -hmm. okay because there's a way to deal with it when I mess up again, you know, and sometimes I'm doing great and I, I try to delete things immediately, but it's still somehow all of a sudden will just kind of creep up on you and do mm -hmm. that. Um, what are some other digital clutter things? Um, so just files in general. Um, I love doing photography. I have a tendency, oh. I have a hard time letting go of, of photos. Yeah. And now that everything's digitalized, it's just massive. Um, yeah, my husband actually bought me a laptop with a bigger hard drive because I needed it because yeah. I had so much stuff that I wouldn't, I hadn't gone through and cleaned out and deleted. So I'm like, it's hidden in there. I don't see it like I can in a room. I don't see all these files until you really start digging and you go, whoa, how long has that been sitting there? I have not looked at that in years. I can finally get rid of that. And I think some of it is that time. Whereas do I have an hour to sit here and work on decluttering my files, my digital files that nobody sees but me, when I could be working on the living room or I could be working on decluttering the space. And I think there's that kind of battle in my head of which one is more important and which one wins out that day. And it's usually not the digital files that win. That's for sure. So they just True. pile up. You know, the only thing, I mean, like I said, I'm not, I'm not great at this, but um, sometimes that will be the thing that I let my, that I'm, because it's digital and I don't know exactly your setup or whatever, but you know, when I'm waiting for a dance class to be over or whatever, it's like, okay, I can take five minutes at a time. And every time I take five minutes on something like that, it reminds me how much I can get done in five minutes. And then that helps me, you know, so I don't know if there are there any time gaps that you can think of somewhere where you could say, okay, for the next month, Every time I'm waiting in such and such situation, I'm going to take my laptop with me and maybe um, right now, any of the therapies that I have to take her to 
I'm there in the room with her, so I don't really oh, okay. want to have my laptop sitting there yeah. open. Um, yeah, um, husband runs the other two when I go to youth group or whatever, so I yeah. don't really, yeah, at this point in time, I don't really have that kind of schedule, but yeah, I think it's just a matter of making myself think about it on a regular mm-hmm. basis and schedule it, and I think it's just part of my life for everything. <laughs> Sounds like. Do you download? Just, no, go ahead. <laughs> no, I think yeah, I'm, I'm just, as talking to you right now, I think, Oh, this sounds familiar. I feel like I keep saying the same thing over and over, no matter what space I'm talking about. Well, I think, you know, you, there's a lot right now. I mean, you've got a lot and then there's the stress of the world right now. <laughs> I mean, there's just a lot and mm-hmm. when, okay. So when you download your photos, this is me just brainstorming. This is not saying this is what you should do. When you download your photos, do you download everything or do you download just the ones you want or what? Um, and when I, yeah, I just basically do a big dump off my camera. Um, and then I, I'll pull the ones I really want to work on. And then I'm really bad about going back and going, well, these aren't very good. Let me delete them. And they just sit there. And I might go back a few years later and go, wow, why do I still have these? And I still had stuff like I tried my hand at family photography. I still had stuff from photo shoots from other families just sitting on my computer and it was ridiculous. So I think I finally went through and cleaned those out too. So this is my, yeah, my hoarding tendencies. (laughs) Well, no, I think it's, I think photos are hard for everybody. I mean, I think that's normal to, Mm -hmm. And the digital clutter thing can be very, um, <laughs> it can be quite a trap, you know, because it doesn't clutter up your actual house, but. Right. People but yeah. don't walk in and see those everywhere. Yeah. I can close that laptop and hide it away and no one knows. So, Well, I do. I know on my iPhone, I, it's one of my daughter's jobs. Like I actually pay her to um, sort my pictures into files, uh, into folders. Oh. Yeah. So. I, I give her, I forget what it is now. She'd be able to remind me. I think it's, I think it's a dollar for every hundred photos. And I think I would advise that you did a dollar for every two to 300 photos <laughs> because it added up. She's like, Hey mom, you owe me. It's like, what? $50. I don't think it's quite that much, but it was like, Oh, that was, I was not realizing I had that many pictures, but, um, but yeah, like yeah, I have a lot on my phone. Yeah, I have way more on my phone than I take with my big camera because the camera I have to actually like pull out yes, and yes. you know, that's more effort than just my phone that's already in my hand and going at it. So but is that like loves doing folders that. on your laptop? or is that No, folders on my phone. Like on my iPhone, yeah. you can do a folder. And um, so I have it like blog stuff and, mm-hmm. um, you know, family or, you know, whatever screen, you know, of course, screenshots automatically go in their own thing, but she just, Mm -hmm. she goes through and she sorts it and clears it out so that, um, I also share a cloud with one of my kids, so I don't need all his memes, but anyway, (laughs) so, you know, but so so anyway, that, it's a nice little, it's one of those things where if, you know, I mean, obviously you can't always, but I mean, my kids always wanted jobs. I mean, they, they always wanted something to do to earn some money. And I'm like, this is worth the money to me to have them do oh, yeah. that. And I don't know if any of your kids are old enough to be able to do that on your, on your oh, yeah. computer My as well. Could totally do it. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't know. And, and maybe you don't, don't let them listen to this podcast 
so they don't know that my daughter gets paid for it. You can just tell them that this is their homeschool class in digital organization. Right? That's right. <laughs> you the ways of the world, kids. Here you go. But, um, but really, though, I mean, it's tedious stuff like that sometimes. I'm, mm -hmm. yeah. The older I get, the more I'm like, you know what? I would pay 10 bucks to have that off my brain. And, you know, I've got people in my house. They're not as excited about 10 bucks as they used to be, but um, <laughs> they, yeah. They do Mine are still me. pretty excited about 10. So, I, yes. So, yeah. take advantage of that for We've sure. We've been pretty cheap. So. <laughs> we used to be so cheap. And they, now they'll go, you used to pay us like a quarter to do, you know, the whole, to like sweep the entire back patio. <laughs> Yeah, you know, these are kids who now have jobs that pay them, yeah. you know, well over ten dollars an hour. And I'm uh -huh. like, uh, sorry about that. I was like, hey, you gotta take advantage of it as long as you can when you're mm -hmm. parents. Anyway. Yep. But really they might enjoy that. I mean, they might enjoy going through um family photos and mm -hmm. you know, maybe you'll find that one of them's a organizational guru. Maybe. <laughs> you never know. Maybe. If that might that would be a shock based on their rooms. But yeah. That, <laughs> That might have, maybe digitally they're good. <laughs> well, and sometimes, you know, some of us can handle digital a whole lot more than physical as well. So. Well, and I think sometimes it's easier to handle somebody else's clutter yes. than your own. Yeah. Well, and it's a different before. motivation if you're doing it as a job. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of stuff I've done as jobs in life that, you know, I, have I ever said, talked about my first temp job was organizing this woman's office? Not it was such recall, a, but I haven't listened to all your podcasts. It was such a nightmare. I tell you, I mean, the whole time I was thinking me, why did they have me do this? And it, I think she was thinking her, why did they have her come and do this? I, think I was terrible at it. I didn't know what I was doing. Um, okay. Anything else that you wanted to talk about? I don't know that I have any other questions. Um, but I guess I just want to thank you for putting yourself out there. Um, it's been a big help to me. I know. Um, my husband definitely sees a difference. He'll, when I actually do work on a room, he'll come in and go, oh, it's so nice in here. And oh, that's you know, awesome. whereas it used to be, that would be a point of contention in our marriage that he, he wanted to be able to kick back and relax, but he couldn't feel like he could relax because there was just yeah. so much stuff everywhere. Totally understand. And that. so I think we're getting, we're getting more of a handle on these things. And I feel like I'm trying to teach at least older two at this point, when I go in and help them clean out their rooms that, Hey, here are the questions you need to go through and this will help you make these decisions. And as I know that kind of stuff helps me, I, it's oh, yeah. so much easier having a checklist in my head to just go through and rather than me trying to reinvent the wheel myself and figure this stuff out. Like, yeah. so I appreciate you putting yourself out there and digging into yourself and learning of all this stuff and <laughs> sharing it with the world. So <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. That encourages me and helps me be inspired to keep going. So I appreciate that. What do you love about being a kindred spirit? Oh my goodness. It is by far the best group on Facebook. <laughs> um, it is full of just people who are caring and sweet to each other and which sounds like an oxymoron these days in groups on Facebook. But that's pretty much one of the reasons I continue to stay on Facebook at this point is because of this group. I love checking in with them. We encourage each other. I'm not afraid to post pictures of our cluttered spaces and know it's not going to come 
with judgment from other people. Right. And that we just cheer each other on. Everybody's just friendly and funny and we all, you know, laugh with each other at times when we need to. And it's just great. I love it. So it is, it's just, it's, I was so scared to have a Facebook group because of my experiences in so many other Facebook groups. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's been like, <sighs> mm-hmm. people like they're just nice and kind and exactly what they need to be. And mm-hmm. such a relief to me. So, yeah. well, thank you so much for joining me today and for being willing to chat about your home and your life. And, and I think it's, I just think it's really important that people, because I've spent so many years just talking about my own house, you know, I think it's really helpful for people to go, okay, here's how it applies in other people's houses as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is funny to me because you said in the beginning, you said, you know, you had a toddler and you homeschooled and that my book was like, oh, she knows what my life is like, you know, and yet that's not my situation. Right. But I think it applies to all of our situation. I mean, mm-hmm. like the dishes have to be done and the laundry has to be done. Oh, I was cluttery um, way before I had kids. Right. <laughs> or got oh, married, so me this has too. been at me for years. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I, I think it's that being able to relate to each other, even though our lives do not look exactly the same. We've got people mm-hmm. from all over the world in that group, you know, mm-hmm. um, and listen to the podcast. So. Okay, you guys. I hope you loved that conversation. Um, I love getting to just go through and apply these things that I've worked through in my own home um, in you guys' homes. And I think it, I love hearing from people who keep telling me that this is very helpful for them to, um, you know, just hear the same principles applied in different situations and how that works out. So anyway, I hope you guys love that. Um, And if you would like to become a patron of the show at the $5 a month or more level, you can go to patreon.com slash a slob comes clean. That's patreon.com slash a slob comes clean. Okay. I will talk to you guys next week. Bye.